Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Game On Network podcast. We are now at episode two. This is Chris, the Weekend Game Guy. Tonight, we have all the usual hosts. We've got Stu, Stu Fish, Mr. Dude 206. How's it going, Stu? What is going on, guys? Good to hear from you, man. We've got Chad, Keeb, the Joking Gamer. How's it going, Keeb? Oh, it's going good. It's going good. Awesome. We've got Kevin, Chicken Wings. How's it going, Kevin? Constipated. <laughs> I'm sorry, man. I really am. <laughs> good. It's it's late. Actually, oh. kind of fell asleep before the uh, podcast was recording. Awesome. And finally, last but always least, Mike. Mike will be the game team. Hey, Mike. Hey, how's it going, guys? I'm uh, actually doing regular and um, not willing to talk about my bowels. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, Mike was supposed to be absent tonight, but he ruined that. <laughs> it all seems as Mike was supposed to be out um, busy tonight, and uh, but hey, he ended up being able to hang out with us, and that's awesome. But uh, we 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 found a substitute, and uh, so he's just going to be another beautiful, beautiful Canadian on the show. We got with you the one, <laughs> the only Burning Toys. How's it going, man? It's going all right. How's everyone out here? I think I'm doing okay. I don't know about the rest of these guys. That's good. That's good. Though. Yeah, I had I had hiccups for like 24 hours earlier this week, and I really thought, dude, I thought I was gonna, I was really like contemplating. I'm not joking. Like I could see why people like kill themselves when they have like stuff like that going on. <laughs> like I felt like I was going nuts because I couldn't sleep, and then I woke up. Because when I hiccup, I hiccup really hard, so I convulse and stuff. It looks like I'm having a straight up seizure. I told you to throw I up. Dude, as soon as I threw it up, worked. it worked. You were right. I told you. You didn't listen to me. <laughs> I, I wish I'd have done that way earlier. Anyway. <laughs> Excuse me. So, uh, before I go much further, I want to make sure that everyone knows that Burning Toys' real name is Rich, so that when I say Rich, like, everyone don't get confused at who I'm talking to. So, Rich, um, why don't you, uh, share a little bit about what you do? I know that you do the YouTube thing, um, so why don't you go for it? Yep, I do the YouTube things. Usually, uh, pick up videos on there. Um, some other random stuff. Um, I got a bunch of arcade cabinets, and recently I've been working on those. I maimed one, and I'm restoring an MK2. I'm making videos for both of those, so those will go up on uh, on YouTube shortly. Uh, that's pretty much all I do on there. It's uh, all video game related. Uh, you'll see my cat sometimes, <laughs> sometimes not. Uh, I reviewed beer once. Uh, just random stuff like that that uh, you would basically go hand in hand with uh, video games. That's really it. I got a Facebook now. That's fun, I guess. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. We'll we'll make sure everybody gets a link to his channel. Um, he does. You know the Neo Geo Neo Geo problems, right? Oh yeah, I haven't done that in a long time. But yeah, he did that for a while. That's too. actually how I like yeah. got introduced to your channel because I'm a big Neo Geo fan and. That's fun stuff, and I'm I'm real excited about this MK2 restoration because that's like my favorite arc. If there was one arcade game I had to have, I think that's the one. So, yeah, me too. It's uh, I actually ended up finding it pretty cheap, and I uh, decided, hey, why not? I had the board for a while. I just didn't have the cabinet, so I'm kind of putting everything together, and uh, we'll see how it goes. So far, everything's looking good, but that's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, so we've got a couple different topics to talk about tonight, and uh, we'll talk. We'll let's start with the first thing. We'll start with um, kind of Rich. You brought this up. Um, 
and I think this is something everybody can think about out there in the the world that might be listening to this is as a gamer and as a as avid collectors most of us are um if if you could go back in time what would you say to yourself what advice would you give yourself what would you warn yourself about i mean we can kind of go on and on about this um so if you could go back in time and see your younger self go uh anybody i don't care who starts okay okay well, I'd, first of all, I'd go back and I'd tell my, my high school self to, A, A, uh, stop, stop hanging around with your friends and stuff like that. Not to stop hanging around with my friends, but basically focus more on school, of course. Because <laughs> I didn't do too long at school, hence this is why I'm not working now. You know, so I could have had a better job. But, you Among know, other reasons. Able to, yeah. Among other reasons, yeah. Yeah, and... <laughs> Oh yeah, and oh, oh by the way, uh, yeah, your girlfriend is a lesbian dumper. <laughs> <laughs> That's good advice. That's advice. <laughs> okay, anyway, anyway, and oh yeah, don't trade your shit in. Yeah. Because <laughs> obviously I'd have more games now. Yeah. <laughs> if I yeah had a no one, you know about. Use video game stores. Well, it's, it's not even know, it's not thing. even just having more. It's just having. <clears throat> I'll give you a, a good example of that. Is you know, if I could go back in time, I would have stopped myself from trading in my TMNT tournament fighters for the NES. Um, yeah, cool. I turned that into a um a music store that happened to sell games also, back when the PS One came out, and I traded it in for six dollars credit to get um <laughs> to get some PS One game. So yeah. Yeah, I can definitely vouch for the, hey, don't trade your stuff in. It's going to be, you might regret it kind of thing. Yep. So. Yep. Was it the PS1 game, uh, Mary Kane Ashley Mystery No, Mom? it wasn't. I think it was like, I think it was like Jackie Chan Stuntmaster or something like that. I think that might have been it. That's a good game. That is though. a fun-ass game. It was. It was. So, um, not, not, not the same value, though, as tournament fighters, but, you know. Yeah. Oh, well. Arguably, TMNT Tournament Fighters is a stupid, terrible Oh, it's game. awful. The only reason I really wanted is, one, you know, to complete my Konami goal, and two, it, I mean, it is valuable, and it would be not, I mean, it would be really nice. It's one of those, like, holy grails to have in a collection. Well, at least for me it is, especially since I'm out for all the Konami games, you know? Yeah. So it's it's definitely one that I really want, but it's going to be probably one of the, if not the, hardest one for me to come by. So. Also, I think it's like the only fighting game that was ever out for the NES. I think it's the only official one. I mean, you've got other ones that are kind of like Karate Champ or whatever that kind of like dance in the realm of being a fighting game, I think. But yeah. And then there's those uh, pirated Street Fighter Games that were made for the NES, but those were pretty terrible. Yeah, yeah. I've seen a couple of those in like emulation and stuff, but they are pretty awful. So yeah. What about the rest of you guys? Anything that you would do? I would tell myself not to get rid of all that Sega stuff I had back in the day, otherwise I wouldn't either spend so much or try to hunt it down nowadays. But uh, I think I told myself that. I remember I sold my 32X and about maybe 12 games, the system and all that, to a high school buddy for like 25 bucks. Wow. Ouch. That's yeah, I know. Rough. So, so don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. 
Anything else? Anybody? Uh, I'd go back in time and say, keep the course, Mikey B. You're doing super. <laughs> yeah, you did pretty great, Mike. I don't think you screwed up at all. Like the rest of us. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> you, I, I kept all my stuff. I was lucky enough that my parents didn't push it out the door after I moved yeah. out. They kept a hold of it for me, kept it in good shape. But, uh, of course, we all have things we'd like to go back and do. Uh, for me, I'm a big fan of the TurboGrafx-16 and the Turbo Duo and the yeah. TurboGrafx-16 yeah. CD games. If I had my time back, I really wish I would have actually bought some of that stuff back when, of course, when it was on sale. Because we all know about Radio Shack selling the Turbo Duos for 50 bucks out the door, yeah. and uh, sure. all the games went on ridiculous low sale. So I really wish I padded my TurboGrafx-16 collection back then as opposed to trying to find it now. Yeah. You kept all your boxes and stuff too, didn't you? Like uh, at, at the Super Nintendo era, as soon as Super Nintendo hit and Sega Genesis, that's when I started keeping everything, the boxes, the whole shop. You're a genius. <laughs> He's Not also a genius, just a holder. Room. You're running out of room. What are you going to do? How'd that shelf thing go, by the way? <laughs> uh, the shelf thing went well. <laughs> Good. Oh. I'm on this podcast, aren't yeah. I? <laughs> yeah. Yes, Your you voice are. isn't any higher, so. Or lower. Yeah. So I'm assuming you're all intact, so. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I am, I am running out of room, but, uh, I don't, like, I keep my boxes on the other side in a bookshelf that I can't move anyways, and I'm not gonna put games on the bookshelf, cause I, you know what I mean, like, you see the big open bookshelves with games in it and stuff like that, like, I can't live like that. Like, I can't stack my games on top of each other. So if I pull one out, the whole thing's going to topple down. Jenga. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I kind of joked around with the idea of, like, time traveling and, like, warning yourself about stuff. Like, on my, like, uh, the Super Bad to the Future review, you know, I went back in time and warned my baby self. Who was, oh, about Earth who, who was, yeah. who was played as, by my son, um, to buy, like, 9,000 copies of, Earthbound and just keep them all sealed, you know. But uh yeah, I mean, sure, I, I'd do that and stuff like that. But I think uh, one thing I think I would have done differently is um is probably I would have probably got a Super Nintendo as well because I think I missed out a lot. You know what I mean? By just sticking just Sega, there's a lot of games I yeah. wish I'd have experienced back then. Maybe I have a different view of the, the Super Nintendo. But I think I think we all have games too that uh, we probably bought new as kids because I mean you were so excited Christmas time came up that you would go back and tell yourself no dear God do not get yeah. that game yeah like I got Batman Forever for Christmas one time <laughs> <laughs> okay, well I yeah. got Back to the Future for the NES so but hey some of those uh, games that were shitty back in the day you know once you know or for me example I'd bought my shitty games all over again cuz I like playing them now cuz they were so fucking horrible well, that's true yeah and I, <laughs> that's true well you know yeah, it's a nostalgia thing i'm the same way i've got a bunch of those games that are just awful but i actually genuinely enjoy playing them just because i played it a lot as a kid you know mike would say yeah. that echo the dolphin is awful but i love playing yeah. it because i played it a lot as a kid I don't, I don't actually think Echo the Dolphin's awful. I just, I don't like it. It's not for me. I do understand that it's a, I do understand that, and I'll say this honestly, that it's a good game, it's unique, and I can see why people like it. I just, I don't enjoy playing it. It, it, <laughs> it's okay. I think somebody, yeah, okay. I think somebody just decided to be original with their platforming, so they thought of what is one thing 
that pretty much has as much freedom in the ocean at times, and they're thinking dolphins, but I don't know. <laughs> well, I like it. I, I love, I love how uh, <laughs> the Sega Stoner commented in that video, and he's like, "Play Echo already," and Chris goes. Yes, someone else out here finally likes this and game. He's like, no. And uh, Sega Stoner responds back, and he's like, yeah, I played it once for like three minutes. <laughs> so I'm the only one on the internet. Anyway, Rich. You like Echo? I do like Echo. I do. <laughs> I like it. Uh, you ever play Colibri for 32X? Yes. Yes, I have. That and game I do is... actually have a copy of that game. It is not really that bad. It's okay, but that's like one of the main games that I got when I had my 32X. I had that and Cosmic Carnage, but I just remember all the options like Sonic and, you know, all the other ones. And then my buddy gave me Colibri because the clerk at the, the EB Games or GameStop at that point said that this was like a, a time-changing game. And then I got it home. And I was like, what the f*** is that? I kind of like it. It's, it's not too bad. It's It's really weird as far as like... It's it's different. It's different. Anyway, we we ain't here. For, Rich, what would you do if you could go back in time and slap yourself? I would tell myself to go to thrift stores more often than about ten years ago. That's for oh, yeah. sure. Yeah, I agree with that one. <laughs> I used to go and pick up GI Joes and Generation One Transformers back then. I got a decent uh, collection, but I didn't go like every single day to, to try to find the stuff. And I'd pick up a games occasionally when I saw them, but. Knowing what I know now, just from like pick up videos in YouTube, I would go like every single day and just forward that yeah. crap for sure. Yeah, that's the one thing. Yeah. One other thing too was when uh, the Virtual Boy was on clearance. I remember I was at a friend's house and his brother rushed home. He's like, "Oh man, you can't believe what I got!" He plops it down, box Virtual Boy with like however many games for thirty-five bucks. I remember specifically God. being like, "Why the fuck do you want that? That thing's a piece of crap. It's gonna give you headaches." And now I kind of wish I had a box Virtual Boy. <laughs> you know what's funny? If I can jump in on the Virtual Boy yeah. conversation, uh, only six years ago, uh, we had a store here called Zeller's, and I actually bought brand new Virtual Boy games at Zeller's only six years ago for five bucks a piece. Nice. Yeah, I I got like five games at the time. And uh, also to continue the whole Virtual Boy conversation. Uh, and this is kind of like uh, also on topic as well, because if um, I did have to go back, I would probably say to last year when I started to uh, first sell games over at the flea market, and this was like the very first month, like in September. And I remember there was a building that was next door to me, and it was a person selling video games, and I didn't even know about this. Until an old guy came out with this, like, suitcase-looking thing, and he uh, started to notice I had video games for sale, and he started to show me that he found a Virtual Boy with Mario Tennis, and then, um, what's what's the game called? Something Brothers? Jack Brothers? Yeah, Jack Brothers. It was loose copies of those, along with the styrofoam and a mint uh, condition Virtual Boy. And he got it all for 15 bucks. Wow. Wow. And just now getting started, I didn't even realize that, so I should have actually um, tried to go over there and did some looking around before even selling some stuff. Yeah. I think Jack Brothers is worth uh, quite a bit of money now. Actually. Yeah, it's... Oh, yeah. I think that and Waterworld are the two, and Nestor's Funky Bowling's up there, too. It's crazy. Yeah, and, and, like, if you went back, like, 10 years ago, too, that wasn't that about the time that they started, like... 
SNK was like liquidating all the Neo Geo stock, and you could get games fairly cheap by comparison. Yeah, it was back. Well, I don't know exactly. It might have been 20 years ago now. I don't know. But yeah, that, that was a one point where they were getting rid of games fairly inexpensively, and now you got games that are thousands of bucks, which is ridiculous. Neo See, Geo we, is ridiculous. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm almost positive I'm going to get rid of all my Neo Geo stuff. It's just, what? yeah, I mean, well, I mean, <laughs> it's it's just so expensive to try to collect for, and you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's like, true. I, Isn't Metal Slug, like, the one of the most It's like a thousand bucks or something crazy like that, isn't it? Like, it's crazy. Chris, before you do anything ridiculous with that Neo Geo, keep me in mind, will you? Yeah. <laughs> Can we send it to you? Just... Keep no, it in I don't mean that, but before you sell it on the open market. Oh, yeah. Keep... Give you a call. All right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll uh, I'll keep you posted. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm always I'm still tossing it around. I'm not sure if I'm gonna go for it, pull the trigger on that, but it's it's looking more and more like I think I want to do that because, you know. Anyway. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, they those AES cartridges are are expensive. MVS not so much, but the home system that AES yeah. gets gets raised. Yeah, and I've got a chipped one or something like that with the um, Unibios and stuff like that, and. It's it's ridiculous, and and you know I've got like a collection of like three games or something like that, you know, so because to pick anything up you've got to be either patient as all get out, or spend everything you own, you know, so that's that's not an option. So that's when you get into like people consoleizing MVSs and stuff like which that I think for just the cheaper games, which I think is probably the most brilliant way if you want to do it with actual legitimate hardware in hand cmvs is the way to go i mean like um ken 6275 um mods them for people all over youtube and um he does a great job so um you know if i decided to get another one one day down the line i think i'm going to go cmvs but um right now i would love to build right now i'd love to build like a main cabinet that's just neo geo in theme i think that would be cool to have but I don't know. It should, it, Rich has like six cabinets. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Ship one down. I'm sure it'll be really cheap. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> Just box it right up. <laughs> They're there a, light. Don't worry. <laughs> Is there a cheap alternative to having an AES at home now? I mean, the the cheapest alternative would be... Modded Xbox. Yeah. <laughs> well, emulation. Wouldn't... Wouldn't it be the Neo Geo X? Oh well. Oh yes. Well, we can let's yeah, let's talk about that. Um, no, there is not a cheap option anymore. No, um, because SNK put the hammer down on Tomo for that. Because apparently the thing wasn't licensed at all. What? You're not what? serious. No. That's that's what that's what that's what the the thing basically says here. It's um there was a cease and desist order p- placed out on Tomo for creating the um, Neo Geo X Gold, and it is funny. Yeah, and if you've got one, that means you might have a collector's item. So sweet. Yeah, but it's so funny because so many people were saying, "There's a lot of like Luke Morse one." I remember him in particular um, when he yeah, when he took it. Yeah, apart. and said it was junk. You know, like he was <laughs> like, "This is junk." You know, it's. <laughs> It, no, it's not. Oh, and every expensive junk. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. A lot of us, a lot of us who bought it opening day, I, I, Stu, you got one too, didn't you? Yeah, I did. But we got it because 
it was sold as an SNK product. It it wasn't so much that this was going to be an emulator, because, you know what, there's all kinds of them. There's little Sega Genesis ones, Sega Genesis ones are plugged to the TV. This was supposed to be an SNK product. Like, I remember watching videos of them going to uh, the Electronic Entertainment Expo. Like, I was jammed up about it. And it was the whole time they were saying, this is an SNK product. That's going to show a lot of tribute to our previous products. Yeah, it says, uh, well, it says, in order to, it says, uh, here, here's the, it says, in addition, SNK has demanded Tomo immediately cease all sales of the SNK Neo Geo X arcade stick being, uh, product being sold separately from the Neo Geo X Gold plug and play console and remove the SNK Neo Geo X arcade stick product from the store shelves and online retailers in order to protect our intellectual property rights such as Neo Geo and SNK, decisive measures will be taken against all unapproved Neo Geo X product not subject to the license agreement. So, see... They just can't sell it new. They can sell it used, right? No, 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 no. You guys are missing out. <laughs> what they're actually saying is the Neo Geo X Gold, the actual controller part... Yeah is the issue, not so much the handheld or the plug-and-play, so it's just the controller. Uh, well, the arcade stick. Right. But see, they've got to stop making the whole thing now because of that. Because it says, upon termination of the license and distribution agreement, SNK has demanded that Tomo immediately yeah. cease any manufacturing of all licensed products. So I guess the, the handheld part was licensed, and they were good to go on that. Right. Yeah. But beyond that, they weren't supposed to make the the stick and everything else. Yeah, the stick is pretty good for using emulated Neo Geo stuff. That's what I've heard. That's what I've heard. It's yeah. the most useful for. Yeah, I use it for that too. But uh, how how long was it out? Like a year and a half, two years? Uh, no, no, not even it, a year. No, not, not even, even a year. year. I got it for Christmas last how, year. How Can't long wait. did the Neo Geo Pocket last? That's about. I, I don't know. Maybe the same. Yeah, I'm checking. That's a good question. But you know, that's kind of cool and horrible at the same time. The way that Neo Geo came back, they tried, and like Mike said, there was a lot of like uh, publicity and all that other stuff. But you know, we all kind of knew, or at least I kind of knew, that it was gonna kind of bomb. But we basically got it as in respect for the Neo Geo. You know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But. And then um, all that hacking and modding stuff came up, and then, you know, we're like, okay. And then they were thinking, and then it was surprising when they released that Mega Pack or whatever mm-hmm. it's called. But the big issue or the kicker, I think, is that when you try to do the freaking uh, firmware update, they went, it was so buggy that people were just complaining, and maybe that's what finally got them like, hey, we need to stop tarnishing the name of Neo yeah. Geo or SNK, so we, we need to stop this right now. And so, boom, there they go. But, you know, even the sales kind of dropped a little bit afterwards. You know, it was only for the, the main person that was a really fanatical fan yeah. about the Neo Geo. So, that's where that is. Student, but, student answer question. It was, uh, Neo Geo, was, the pocket was 98 to 99, so about one year. But now the yeah, pocket wow. color went from 99 to 2001. So, the pocket color is no longer. Pretty, I've always wanted a pocket color. <laughs> burning, burning toys can probably answer this, but uh, I don't know if you can or not. But uh, here in Newfoundland, where we're to, 
they only came out at EB Games. It was the only place you could buy Neo Geo X, and it was only by pre-order. So they they had a couple, like they were selling in store of what they got in extra stock, but pretty much the only way you could get it was you had to pre-order. And then after that, they didn't even offer anything. Like when the Mega Pack came out, I don't know how it was available in the States, but you couldn't order it through a store. I don't know if you had to order it online in the States as well, but we had no option for buying it here. I have no clue. I, I... Um, I had to, uh, I had to pre-order it from GameStop too, and for EB yeah. Games, I mean. And uh, yeah, I didn't even know the Mega Pack came out until the Season Assist came out, and I looked around for it. I'm like, oh, this is out now. That's great. Oh, and wow. uh, I found on FutureShop.ca you can actually buy it for a hundred bucks. The uh, the original limited edition. A hundred bucks. Yeah. Well, in, in the states, it was available through GameStop specifically to order on their site, but it was also available on Amazon. And I heard about it a little way before, you know, its demise and all that. But it started with the Mega Pack, and that comes with the, like I mean, twenty games or so. But they also released five individual packs that have five games per. Or four games per, and then uh, that's the last that that was. And you know, I'm part of the you know the Neo Geo fan page on uh, Facebook, and that's when I first heard of the Mega Pack coming out because initially Tomo was sending threads or um he, like you know sending not messages or whatever, but starting a thread of what kind of games they want released, and a majority of those games that were on that thread you know were released into the Mega Pack. Yeah. So. So they, Do you they have listed. the Mega Pack? What was that? Do you have the Mega Pack? I was going to get it, but I didn't get it for the reason that the whole um, firmware thing was buggy. Because, you know, the firmware is supposed to fix the, the resolution and all that stuff, but it still was like 80 bucks, and I wasn't really trying to spend that at that time. And I was hoping that it would go down in price, you know, with time, but we'll see how that goes, you know what I mean? Yeah. Doesn't look like the eBay trolls have got a hold of it just yet, or at least not jacked it up to astronomical levels. I mean, it's still hovering around 150 for the Neo Geo X, yeah. and the the Mega Pack is like 80 bucks ish. Yeah, but going back to the Mega Pack, it's you know since the Neo Geo X was pirated, uh, companies in China already making you know the modded cards and the regular cards that sell the the Mega Pack uh, information. For like twenty to thirty bucks, I think. Last time I checked. Mm. So those that want their firmware update, somebody already took it, borrowed it, and put it on a different SD card and sells it as is. That's good. So I, it didn't take that long, really. That's crazy. That Mega Pack, it looks all nice. It looks like a Neo Geo case and everything, the same size. But when you open it up, it's just an SD card. Yeah. That uh, that bullcrap rocket whatever USB cable, and then a yeah. spot to put your handheld. Like, it looks so cheesy when you open it up. I would be pissed if I paid money for that and opened well, it up and be like, what the f*** is this? Well, <laughs> if, you look, if you look at your Ninja Warriors game, you can actually see the outline for the scan disc underneath. Oh, really? Wow, really? I didn't really notice no, that. No, no, I'm, I'm only joking. But the, <laughs> it, it's, I mean, it's, it, it's not like it's a non-prepared... It's not a non-prepared... I'm going to say this wrong, like... Nintendo, I mean, that's what they're using. They're using SD cards, but they're using uh, proprietary products. Like, they invented this themselves that nobody else... But I didn't even open my Ninja Warriors card anyway, so... It, it's... I think that was that was the initial concern I had was, you know, it comes with a game, so we were like, uh, you know, I'm excited to see how they package the game, put everything together, and it was in a normal SD card, like, the exact same way you would buy an SD card, is in this 
cheap cardboard piece with a plastic thing over the SD card. I mean, everything about it was cheap. That's ridiculous. The only thing they changed was two pins. They switched two pins around. That's it. That's the only thing that's really for pride here about those SD cards is two pins switched around. That's it. You can run two wires on any SD card and boom, there you go. Wow. Yep. When I first, well, yeah, it goes into the whole looking into the thing. But when I first got it, I plugged that thing straight up to my computer and seen what was going on. But uh, it was kind of interesting what happened. Who would do such a thing? I don't know. Who would put videos up and then have the bios run? <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Who does that? Also, I, uh, also, I find it ironic at the time of this recording that uh, Alpha Omega Sin just uploaded his video about his rant on uh, SNK asking them to stop selling those. Yeah. I love Alpha, but just once I'd like to see him do a video where it's just like a happy <laughs> rant. Like he just rants about how <laughs> how much he great. loves puppies and Capcom. Yeah. <laughs> so if you listen, Alpha Mega Sin, who are we kidding? He doesn't listen to this. Yeah, yeah, I really wanted one of these for the sole fact that it was branded Neo Geo and it was it was pretty much advertised as, as yeah, and I'm I'm a fanboy. I mean, what can I say? I'm, you know, but I mean, from what you said earlier, I have questions about how much input SNK actually had into this. Yeah, they cashed the check. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it, it's probably more like Stu said that you know they saw that things were going down fast, and they were like, "Well, you know, let's let's pull out of this deal real quick." Time to pack yeah. it up. Let's let's make Chris some yeah. too. Please, hey, SNK, it would. Change your life, I think. It's unfortunate because I wanted it to be a big, great thing too. But when you actually get into the guts of it, it's one of those like cheap Chinese open source uh, handhelds with the little click. Uh, what is it, the analog, the micro switch click stick on the side? That's yeah, really like the it. Uh, one ten billion in one little plug and play. Thing. Yeah, unfortunately, pretty much. Yeah. Was it the the PCP, was... the PDP, the P P whatever it's called? It's basically, it's pretty much just the same thing. Uh, they basically name it a different thing every time, and it's basically the same thing. I've said basically way too many times, but <laughs> it they they just rebrand it as something different every time, and then they just sell it off as a product, like the iPad. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm gonna tell you, like I honestly didn't buy it for it to be a handheld device, like I. Fully intended to leave it in my charger and just play it on my TV, but it just, it doesn't look good no matter which way you put it on, which TV you put it on. I put it on, uh, my LED TV through the HDMI, it looked terrible. Like, the <laughs> colors always look off, like the brightness, there's something wrong with it. And then you go through the AB connection on a standard CRT TV, the way it's supposed to be played, it's not stretched out and it doesn't look weird, but the color is, it's still dark, it's got like this darkish tone to it, I can't get it fixed. Yeah, how easy is that? To plug into that, that thing looked really like screwy to try to get that into the. Yeah, we know a guy, Justin Goodwill mm-hmm. Hunter, that broke his doing the exact same thing right away. Because <laughs> he was drunk. <laughs> well, that's possible. If you follow Justin on in- Instagram, like every second picture is beer. <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, what's well, a good way to advertise? Also, that's something we may need to try doing is beer chasers. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's L yeah. Food Hunter. We, uh, I got, yeah. well, we can do a, 
We do game on network podcast drinking games, you know. <laughs> every oh, time, yeah. every it time Keith like swears, someone's got to take a shot. <laughs> <laughs> or whatever he makes a gay yeah. joke. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a gay joke. Oh, okay. Oh, mm. uh-huh. yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's 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 crazy. Yeah, I, I'm actually somewhat sad to see the the Neo Geo uh, Pocket go. Or the whatever this thing's called. What, I don't even know what it's called, uh, see? The Neo Geo well, you should hang on to all your Neo Geo goods to remember. <laughs> but see, I don't have enough goods to, like, even justify remembering anything. You know? Yeah. I, you know, did, you have ghost pilots. I, you have I do have ghost pilots, and that's a lot of fun. But my car, my, my, uh, my case is in terrible shape. I need a new, I, see, like I'm already thinking like, I need a new shock box, but if I get rid of it, I don't need a new shock box. I, I just need to get rid of it. You know? Pass it on to somebody that wants it. So. I, I'd yeah, say if I, if I were you, I'd get rid of the games, but I keep the actual console. That way you can get the converter for the MVS carts, and that's basically your CVM, CMVS. Yeah, right a lot of people have told me to do that too. I've had a couple people say that the, the converter, either do the converter or the, the CMVS. But now some of the CMBSs are sweet, man. Like the one that's like made out of wood. Have you seen that one? It's like yep. eight hundred bucks yep. though. So shoot, that's crazy talk. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to a guy with no job, you kidding me? Eight hundred dollars? No, no. How much your AES is going for nowadays? I think they've anyway. gone up since I bought mine. Someone told me. See one on Craig's for like seven, but it had a few games with it. But still, no thanks. Yeah, that would be. <laughs> See, that's the, that's the other thing about it is like, it's a pretty popular item right now. And I know that if I struck now, I could get some primo coin for it. You could probably like, get a CM. Way. Go ahead. Look at, look at, look at it this way, guys. Like, you're all talking about the OG, but right now, there's only the one system in my mind that is going, constantly going through my head, constantly eluding me besides the original Xbox. Mike knows this because we talked about this one like all the the bloody time. The Dreamcast. I need I need to I need to bite the bullet and just buy the damn yeah. thing. Oh, yeah. for a second there, I thought you were gonna say the hyperscan, but yeah. never mind. That's the one I'm after. That thing is horrible. I'm gonna trade my Neo Geo for a hyperscan. <laughs> <laughs> that would be a bad freaking move. No, but I, I love I hyperscan. Need, I just need to get a Dreamcast. My favorite console. I'm so nostalgic for it. <laughs> Gets me so hard. I need to get a Dreamcast the worst bloody freaking You know, you kind of... Sega Stoner would, like, tell you, if you got the Dreamcast, that's all you would need. Like, honestly. Because, yeah. like, aren't there, like, yeah. a million and one different emulators and everything else? Yeah, for it? it has Dreamcast. No, see, I don't, I, don't, I don't agree with that. I, I'm going to be honest with you right now. Like, yes, there's tons of emulators and you can play everything on the Dreamcast, but... If you're the kind of person that doesn't like the Dreamcast controller, and I know I'm probably going to be raked over the coals on this, that's not that great an experience, actually. What? I love what? that controller. No, I'm kidding. I love that bloody no, controller. I, I, I like the triggers on it a lot. Heck, I swear to God, if it was legally, if it was, if it was legally able to marry inanimate objects, I'd marry that damn thing. I like the Dreamcast controller for playing Dreamcast yeah. games. I didn't like it for playing NES, SNES. Yeah, I can't else. see it being very easy to use for NES titles or Genesis, especially. Like, 
What would I yeah. even do with that? Like, that's weird. That's why I hate the Xbox when you do it with the MAME and all that stuff. Yeah, because the 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 layout, the the control layout becomes real funky and screwed up. Who puts the white butt? It's stupid. Yeah, it's nuts. I don't, guys. This is probably a shot in the jerk for Sega. I like to see Sega return in the back in the making handheld, back in the making systems again, but make one that's like, make a, like two systems, but one that's like cross compatible with all the cartridge based stuff, and then one with all the CD based yeah. stuff. So basically it's a, a Saturn, a, C, a Sega CD, and a, uh, Here it goes. In, what? <laughs> in one. Wait, and if you hit, and then the infrared scans. Yeah. <laughs> if you hit, when we hit 88 with it, you're gonna see some serious <laughs> shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, I mean. I just like, I've got a bunch of big What is this? 2001 space, honestly. Awesome. Look, you'll, you'll never see a portable CD no, system. I mean. That would be nuts. <laughs> Actually, uh, he is, it is. Was, I mean, it is possible to make one homebrew, but as for yeah. a legitimate company making one, it, I mean, it might be possible. Yeah, I, I, I think, I think, and this, uh, look, this hurts me to say it, but I think, I think that we can all safely bet on the fact that there will never be another Sega console. Ever. That's no. <laughs> I think it's, I, I mean, I hate to say it, cause I don't want that to be true, but I really think it's safe to say that. Now, we did talk a couple weeks ago back when we were still another podcast, but, uh, yeah. that it would be great to see a, uh, clone console come out that played CD based games. That would be cool. Oh, like, yeah. you know, a Sega CD, yeah. you know, Sega Saturn kind of clone system. That would be cool to see come out, but, you know, who knows? Retron yeah. 6. Yeah. <laughs> it would be really cool. Yeah. It would be really cool. But the games would probably be still crazy expensive, unless you couldn't clone games. Yeah. Well, I mean, That's yeah, that, that is very illegal <laughs> and immoral. But I mean, if anything, I think it might it might even drive the price up, right? Because wouldn't you think so? Maybe because if you could play it on different hardware, that would increase the amount of demand. Maybe I don't know, yeah. Mike. You know about money. <laughs> you have some. <laughs> Uh, would it, uh, decrease the demand of the systems? No, it, I don't think so really. Like, um, it, it depends. If, I'm the kind of collector, I don't really want to buy, like, the Retron and the clone systems. Like, the Retron, the new one that's coming out with, like, 101 different systems in one. Yeah, I'm gonna try that out, but historically, I wouldn't buy those. I, I just, they always seem cheap. I don't know. I don't know a better way to put it. It depends on what you want. If you just want to play the games, yeah, you might see a you might see a decrease in price of the actual item, but the collection aspect, I don't know well, if it'll ever change. Plus those systems, I mean, uh I don't know about the Saturn so much, but like the Sega CD and uh it, it, there was just so few sold compared to other systems. Would, do you think it would increase the demand for the games? Because then you've got a bigger audience able to play them now. I don't know. It, it depends. It, it depends because those games are again like the systems. They're so 
few of them in rotation compared to your NES, your Genesis, and your SNES. There were fewer copies produced, there were fewer copies sold, there's less in circulation currently. So yeah, you could get some goober who was like, yeah, I'm going to buy the Retron 7, it's got CD stuff, now i got to go buy Sega CD games. Not all Sega CD games, like, you can get Price Fighter for $3, but they're not going to be able to pick up a copy of Final Fight CD. I mean, that's going 50 to to 100 bucks right now. Not everybody's going to go out and grab that, I don't think. You'd really have to be pretty hardcore about this wanting them. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder how well those clone systems actually sell. Oh, there's a lot of people who buy them. It drives me nuts because, especially the clone death systems, the pin connectors are so cheap. Yeah. And then they're like, oh, I don't understand why my system fell apart so quickly. Yeah. And I know a couple of people with, like, the Retron 3s. I know, like, four or five people actually with one. And they, you know, they bought it because it was um, a matter of shelf space. And, um, yeah. You know, and it, it was cheaper for them to get that than to get all three of the original systems, so. I mean, I can understand the, the mindset behind that. I mean, I understand that thought process. Cause heck, I think about it all the time. You know, that if I had like a Retron 3, I could free up some room. You know, I could have more systems. And with a Retron 5, heck, I could throw everything away. You know? Yeah, the biggest thing for me with the Retron 5 that I really, really like, and I, I, I don't know a lot about these systems going back because I don't pay attention to them, but the fact that you can use the uh, the controllers, like you can plug in your NES controller, you can plug in your Super Nintendo controller, to me, like, that's really important, like, to be able to play with a sensible controller. Because some of those clone yeah. systems, the, and they use, like, this Famicom-type design, those controllers are horrible. Mm. Well, the Retron 3, um, you can con- you can plug in original controllers, and it comes with yeah. like this, um, a, a six button, it looks like a six button Genesis controller. And it works, it's wireless, but it works on IR, so it's terrible. I mean, you've got to point it right at the thing and whatnot. And when you try to play NES yeah. games, it maps like the B button somewhere over where Z is and A, you know, it's like, it maps the buttons funky. So, um, it, it's terrible to use the, the pack in, but if you get a, um, an original, controller it they work okay i mean my brother has one and it it does well enough to if you just if you're the kind of guy that only wants to just play it for for the fun of playing it and you're not going to be nitpicking over you know there are some graphical glitches in it um the audio isn't quite right there's a lot of stuff like that with it but if you're not the kind of person that nitpicks over that then you're going to be fine with it all right it's like a stripper with a bum yeah, leg i mean if you're not, just don't look at it. Uh, yeah, just don't look at it. Oh my god! Yeah. Also, the face is kind oh, yeah. of yeah. for Wasn't some there a reason. Now, where you can actually see that. All right. Here's the, here's the reason that I've turned so kind of off on it. I, I have a friend of mine who lives in Alberta. He's originally from Newfoundland, and he um, we've been friends for a while, but we disconnected. And he started writing me to say he found me on YouTube. Heard about my videos, and now he's going to collect Nintendo. So he will message me three o'clock in the night and say, "I just bought Bonk's Adventure on the NES for three hundred dollars," and I'm like, "Oh my god, you know, congratulations, you have Bonk's Adventure." So he's willing to shell out massive money for these games. So I ask him, "What do you what do you plan him on? Like, what NES did you get? Did you get an action set?" He's like, "No, no, I've just got a Retro on three. Oh, nice. like, how can you spend three hundred dollars on Bonk's Adventure?" And not pick up a sensible NES. That's that's the question I have. So 
<laughs> yeah, what you're saying? Like, if you're a casual person who maybe has a couple games you found up in your uh, closet, and, you know, you just want to try them. Or, like, uh, the Italian gamer's been on this podcast a couple times, and he mentions that if he finds a NES in Vegas, where he was too at the time, it's always like 120 150 yeah, bucks. You can't find sensibly priced NES system. I get that. You would buy one. But otherwise, if you are going to shell out money for the games and you want the full experience, why not just get a NES? It, it just doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Also, yeah. speaking of which, if people that are listening to this right now that are looking for a cheap and affordable NES system, buy it from the Game On store. We sell them for 40 <laughs> bucks. <laughs> plug, plug. Yeah. Plug, that, and that's plug. reasonable. I mean... Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. That it is it is crazy talk to think it, it's it's crazy talk to to <laughs> spend 300 bucks on a game yeah. and not be willing to shell out, you know, 40 and heck even 70 bucks for a console, you know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, heck, but even that 70 bucks for an NES, I think. Oh, that that's a lot, but um I, I, I'm with you. That's ridiculous prices, but still, I mean, if you're willing yeah. to spend $300 on a game, That's yeah, I mean, true. you should be willing to, to shell out, heck, spend 300 bucks on the console. You know, why not? Get a sealed one. That way, you know, yeah. no one's ever messed with it. Just open it up and, and do it, you know? I guess, when did the first, the Retron 1, I guess, show up? Was it like within the last five years or before then? Uh, was there a Retron one? Because I'm just curious, uh, like, yeah, is it because the prices are going up, that's why these clone systems are becoming more and more popular? Or is it just convenience? People just want to walk into a store and be like, oh, this is new, pick it up the shelf and buy it? Or I think it's because, like, maybe the licensing, you know, either expired, so they... Oh, yeah, make... the patent. Yeah, so they had the Retro Duo, they had the Retron... They had um, the what was it FC, FC twin. twin the FC twins <laughs> Which yeah they had all really those. terrible <laughs> the, the Yobo and all them other companies and then it's having a progression where they're actually getting kind of bigger I mean better but still you know it has that you know fake feel but that's only you know if you if you give a kid now the Retron whatever and if you get a kid a Nintendo he's kind of gonna want the new stuff. Because he doesn't, he feels the same way either way. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because so, I, I I don't know. the The whole clone system thing, it, it's a good idea to keep things alive, I guess. But it's also we're we're not gonna have the old retro systems for a long time because those are eventually gonna either break or just. So it's kind of good that they are making these clone systems to you know so people can play their yeah. shit. That's a good point, Stu. I mean, most of the stuff, when it was released, they did have a uh, life life cycle on it of 20 years. I mean, most of the games with batteries, these batteries are going to last between 5 and 20 years. Yeah. I've got quite a few of my games that, you know, I've got, um, well, I had a Legend of Zelda that I, you know, had yeah. to, I just sold it because, I mean, the, the battery died and I couldn't keep a game save on it, you know. And uh, I thought about opening it up and changing it out and putting a new battery in but i mean is it worth it to me to to go through all that i mean yeah. not really in the grand scheme of it it's really not worth it to me so you know i didn't do it so i got <laughs> just sold it all it's yeah, you gotta it's, buy the game bits and everything to open it up oh yeah bad. i mean fortunately i had somebody um 
um, send me just out of the blue. Old school 81 actually sent me the bits and a box copy of Legend of Zelda. <laughs> so, um, it's a classic series edition, but you know. Uh, do you guys want to talk about Legend of Zelda being sexist, racist? Absolutely. Sure. Let's, uh, let's get on with this. Um, I'm going to leave a link of this, <laughs> to this article in, um, in the description of the podcast on the, the, uh, this has got Fox News written don't it? all over it. Um, it's got all kinds of news networks oh, written yeah. all over it. Um, I think it's got everybody written all over it. Um, so there's an article. I'm going to link you guys to it. Um, the writer basically railed Ocarina of Time and pointed out all these different things that made it uh, sexist, racist, classist. Um, uh, some points I remember are like, how the young guys, the um, the uh, the tr- the guys that are training with like the the blacksmith or whatever, are like all lazy and stuff, and the only person that's actually working is the is the uh, is the <laughs> the old guy. Um, yeah, young men work these days don't have any ambition. Uh, I'm trying to look for some other stuff in here that was like really ridiculous stuff. Anyway, so what do you guys think? Do you think that um? Do you think Ocarina of Time is racist, sexist, classist? Hell no. Why not? I mean... Why not? Because uh, I don't see anything really sexist, anything racist about the game whatsoever. It's why just the game Zelda... Why is everything gotta be green? Yeah. Why can't it be it's another just... color? Why is the sky yeah. blue? Well, yeah, I, exactly. It's I, just I, a I game. I did notice that the Zoras were not treated equally to the rest of the other characters in the game. <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's I know, just... it's, uh, well, let's put it this way. Uh, you know, the breast physics were a little bit off. Cause the... That's the all po- I'm going to say. The, the, the sexist thing <laughs> is what I have the biggest problem with, because this is... How is it sexist? Because it's telling a classic tale... Of a boy rescuing a princess. Why isn't the princess the one rescuing the boy? I don't know. Let's go back and change 50 years of Disney. Let's... It's ludicrous. So what? So what? There's a classic fairy tale being told to us. That's what I don't get. How is it sexist? Because there's not more women in men's roles? It's a story. It's a fictional story that uses elements of every fictional fairy tale ever told. Relax. And plus... Yeah, relax. What people need to realize is that this has been going on since, like, as long as comic books have been around. Because if everybody remembers the what really happened with the downfall of comics was the fact that there was so much stuff that people wanted to get banned. Like, they were really wanting to, like, start banning Wonder Woman comics for throwing in S&M messaging, and which that might be true, but there was, like, zombies that they were wanting to ban because it was so violent, and there was just so much stuff that was out there, and that was one of the real reasons why uh, they had their own ESRB rating for comic books. But... Again, this, like, media is gonna do this to anything, movies, music, video games, or just anything entertainment-wise, because they want to try to have, like, a civilized society, but 
I really don't think that's going to be possible because this is stuff that keeps us, you know, sane or if people want to take this seriously, then, you know, they're stupid to think that in the first place. But I think people really do take media the wrong way as it should be, and it's only just that. It's meant for just to get, you know, not bored, but whatever. Yeah. I, I just threw myself off on the the end of that. Uh, the, the, that's what I just really got to say about that topic, because I don't even watch news to begin with, because to me it's not only boring, but I just don't understand why they even argue about these particular topics to begin with. Yeah, yeah well, and, and yeah. I, I kind of agree with you from the standpoint that it's almost like a lot of things change <clears throat> when when news in particular ceased to be news and became an entertainment venue. Does that make sense? And that's whenever you get yeah. all this, everybody spins it a certain way or whatever. So yeah. the, the news media is kind of like a tank of sharks. It's always looking for something to jump on. I mean, it's, it's you know, yeah. right now one of the big things that everyone's all about is the violence in video games and how it's causing people to to kill people and stuff like that, you know? People... People will friggin' argue yeah. about anything. Like, what's next? Porn. How come the girl doesn't finish <laughs> on the guy? Why is it always the other way around? Actually, Mike, I'll give you a link. <laughs> Later. I just, I just want to say that this website that posted this article, I just went to their top stories, and two of them, one is, is 18 too young for porn? And two, Christian delusions are driving the GOP insane. So that pretty much shows you what type of website yeah. this is, so... Yeah. That's it. That's all yeah. I have to say. <laughs> it's it's ridiculous. It's yeah, yeah. I I don't think so either. It was it was one of the states when I read it. I was like, oh, I've got to show this to the guys because um, it's yeah. it's it's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. That and, yeah. and and like I said, you know, the media is just looking for something to entertain people with, and and obviously they're getting their money's worth because here we are talking about it. <laughs> so yep, get yeah. those page views. Yeah, get those yep. page views. They won. They got me. <laughs> So, yeah. Chris has yeah. also got like five stacks of Examiner and Star News next to Wait, him. this isn't real? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What are the worst, worst beast bo- beach bodies anyway? I'm really curious about that. <laughs> I've been wanting to know. I would say Hulk Hogan yeah. style. Well, yeah. Well, now that he's selling his belt, you know. 600 bucks, that's yeah, it? 600 bucks. Yeah. I'm gonna get that belt. Be the champion of the house. <laughs> walking, walking around all like patting it and stuff like that. Well, <laughs> like look at the first. No, 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 no. Well, what you probably need to do is once you do get the belt, bring it with you to Magfest, and we're just gonna crash the retroware panel and be all DX style and getting up in their grills. What I want. Oh, yeah. What I want is you know yeah. Mike to come walking. <laughs> This heavy metal intro music to start playing and Mike come walking in the bedroom patting the belt, you know? <laughs> <laughs> and for whatever reason, me, for whatever reason, Mean Gene is like in your bedroom now, like commentating. <laughs> yeah. That would be the best. <laughs> awesome. That's going to be our one year anniversary <laughs> special is a crossover with Retroware. I yeah. thought it was gonna be Mike. <laughs> that's a that's an anniversary special. Wow. <laughs> well, 
<laughs> oh my gosh, that went downhill quick. All right, well let's. Uh, why don't we talk about the top three? And uh, right now, yep. as, as many of you know, if you've listened to this podcast, all one episode that we've <clears> had, we uh, we do a top three segment where you guys can send in a top three topic of your choice. Now, last week to give us both his blessing and a topic to talk about, um, Ed T eleven thirty eight came on board and um, gave us a topic that was kind of um, difficult. I think you know we had a hard time. Yeah, it definitely. was it was a it was a tough one. We had to do a lot of soul searching. Basically, my most important one was the fact that Key beat me down hardcore on a video game. I'm still, I'm oh still, yeah, I did. Still struggling with that, Key. I ain't gonna lie to you, but anyway, uh, I stopped. I stopped you like I didn't get to stop my ex. Let's put that right. Way. <laughs> but, um, In other words, you got butt. Well. There's that. All right. Anyway. <laughs> Holy God. What did I miss? Uh, me and Key played, uh, <laughs> since everybody else is online playing it right now, DC versus <laughs> Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe, and he and he raked me over the coals big time. So, um, oh yeah. How many were you the only two people? Yeah, playing it? and I think one other kid somewhere in Uganda. <laughs> <laughs> It just came out over there. <laughs> uh, anyway, <laughs> yeah, it's a new release. Um, screw GTA 5. Um, anyway, so, uh, here we go. Here's the top three. We've got a pretty interesting guest. A, uh, fellow, uh, what the heck? <laughs> a fellow contributor to the Game All Network sent me a, uh, an audio file with a pretty interesting topic. So here it goes. Hey guys, Xander here from Excess Gaming Podcast. I want to take part in the top three segment you guys just started. In the top three segment I wanted you guys to discuss was what were the three games that you feel accomplished that you finally got to beat? Uh, my top three would be Castlevania, uh, the very first one on the Nintendo. Still to this day, it's a hard game, mainly because of those tricky jumps and those nasty Medusa heads. And the second would be Metal Gear Solid, because it had such a great story, and it felt great being able to find the conclusion to that game. It was a really fun game to play. And the last one will be Contra. Now, I still use that 30-man code, but still, what a great game to just test those reflexes and just zone out. Man, those were all Konami games. It's kind of weird. But anyways, keep up the great work. Love the show, guys, and happy gaming. All right, so there you go. Thank you, Xander, for that. Um, and I think this is a good one. This is definitely one that I, like, as soon as I listened to it, back when you sent it to me, I said, oh, I know exactly the three that I'm going to talk about, but I'll go last. So uh, I'm going to go left to right on my screen. So, Stu, you're up first. All right. So I guess three games that I was proud of beating or uh, accomplishing it would be um, Final Fantasy II for the Super Nintendo. I played that back at uh, when I rented it from Hollywood Video, and that was one of the games where you had to pay $3 each week and hope that your save file was not erased each week. Oh, man. So, you know, by the time I rented it, I don't know, the third week, you know, finally beat it. So that was one. Number two would happen to be freaking um, Zelda on the Game Boy because I played that one over and over. Which, what is that called? Link's Awakening, I think? Yeah. Link's Awakening. Yeah, that that was an old favorite. And, um, you know, it, it was back when I actually beat games, which are like RPG slash story-based. But I guess just to add something recently that I beat, uh, 
Still thinking. <laughs> Mega Man X2 I recently oh. beat because I never beat that one. I always, always play Mega Man X over and yeah. over. So I'm finally glad that I beat Mega Man X2 recently. Nice. And next, and as soon as I get it, if I find it, Mega Man X3 will be on that list. Nice. Uh, Keeb, you ready? You got him? Yeah, okay, I'm ready, yep. Whoa. <laughs> Legend of Zelda, the Ocar- Zelda, the Ocarina of yeah. Time. Because, my God, that game was bloody hard. Yeah. But I am so glad that I actually can say that I've actually fed the game. Nice. Then Super Mario Brothers 1 and then Super Mario Brothers 3 straight after it. Nice. Mike. Yeah. First and foremost is Mega Man 2. I've owned the game ever since I was a child. I got stuck at the stupid Dragon Boss. But I, I did get past the Dragon Boss when I was a child using the Game Genie, using an invincibility code through the Game Genie. The only problem is you get to one of the Wily bosses where you have to use crash bombs to blow up these uh, friggin' doors to get into the things, mm-hmm. and you you don't have enough, like, basically crash bombs, because you have to die and go back and do it again. So once you have the invincibility, you can't die, so you can't get past the stage of Mega Man 2, so I've never been able to beat it, and only last summer I came back and I finally uh, went through without the Game Genie and managed to get all the way through Mega Man 2 and finish it last summer, so that's number one. Nice. Number two, number two would be Final Fantasy VIII, because Final Fantasy VIII adopted the very stupid oh. Saga Frontier leveling system where the more you level, the more levels the bosses get. Basically, the bosses become more difficult, so it actually doesn't help you to level in the game. Uh, what you actually have to do, and it's very frustrating, is in the boss fights, you have to draw magic from each of the bosses and apply that magic to your stats. So on top of fighting a boss battle, which sometimes can be very frustrating and difficult in an RPG... You also have to spend half the battle drawing magic and keeping yourself alive while doing so. Uh, so I've always hated that system, and I always hated Final Fantasy VIII for that reason, and I played it right through to the fourth disc and just stopped. <laughs> so I eventually finally went back, went through the torture of drawing the magic from the bosses, building my characters upright, and finally finished it, beat Sorceress Ultimessia, and it, it, it was a pretty decent ending, but not my favorite PlayStation Final Fantasy game. Yeah, And... Last but not least, I actually finished this game while re-listening to our podcast from last week. On Sunday, I finally finished Star Fox on the SNES. Not a hard game, but for some reason, I've sucked at this game since I was a kid. And I didn't even get out of Corneria when I was younger. <laughs> so, just threw it in while listening to the podcast and managed to beat it once it through. Nice. Rich! Awesome. You ready? For me, I had... Uh... The first one was F-Zero, and the reason for that was I didn't have a Super Nintendo at, a t- at the time. My friend had one, so I'd always go over there and play it, and I didn't really get to get a lot of time on it. So finally, when I would just keep playing it and playing and playing it, I finally beat it. So that was an accomplishment. Uh, the second one was Contra without the uh, Konami code, way back when I was a nice. kid. I don't think I could do that now, but when I was a kid, I, I did that. And finally was uh, Zelda, Ocarina of Time, and uh, for that it was... Had it on launch, and two or three of my other friends bought it, and we were all kind of playing it separately. And uh, we just used to hang out at this one coffee shop, so we'd uh, we'd play whatever. We'd meet up there, and we start talking about it. And someone would be stuck somewhere, and we'd be like, "Oh, didn't you try this? Did you try that?" We give each other tips, and then we'd all like kind of split up, go play the game, <laughs> and then like come back a couple hours later, talk about it, and back and forth, back and <laughs> nice. forth, until I beat it. Awesome. That's cool. Uh, Kevin, you ready? You get it? 
Yes, I actually have a, uh, <laughs> I actually figured out which three it was I was trying to think of because the second one was the one that I actually beat most recently. Um, I'll start off from like three and then go down to one. Um, probably, uh, number three would be Mega Man X because I actually had to use it on for safe state reasons because I've got like a PSP that's already modded and, um, I was able to beat Mega Man X with a few save states, but it was not as hard as a game as I remember when we first got it. Um, when we actually got the game up in New Hampshire, and my brother used to actually play that game so much that he did actually beat it. Though I never had the chance to actually play it before, but now eventually I'm able to be able to beat the game as, and it's not as hard as like the other Mega Man games are. But overall, I thought the, the ending was pretty bittersweet to say the least. Yeah. Um, my number two, it was very hard to decide upon because like my number one is probably one of my favorite video games of all time, but number two, I had to go with Super Robot Wars Original Generation. And this is a Game Boy Advance game that I don't think a lot of people have ever heard of nor played. But if you've played Fire Emblem, then you pretty much get the gist of what this gameplay is like. But the only difference that I prefer this more than Fire Emblem is the fact that Super Robot Wars has been synonymous with um, putting mecha anime robots into each of their titles. But the thing that made Original Generation different than the, all the others were these were all um, basically original Bon Presto um, uh, mecha robots. And a lot of them had some pretty cool design for them and even some pretty awesome attack animations, especially for the sequel. But uh, for some reason, I actually preferred the first one more just for the fact that the original music sounded better. But... Um, I, yeah, I actually beat the first one most recently, and I thought the story on it was very, very well done, and I'm just now on the uh, the second one trying to beat that one. So it's still pretty hard. So uh, it's very recommended if you're a mecha anime fan, then this is something that you could definitely pick up, or just a Fire Emblem fan. And then uh, my number one is probably my favorite RPG. Some people will think, you know, Chrono Trigger, but... I actually prefer Golden Sun over any other uh, RPG that's out there. And I'm surprised a lot of people don't talk about it, and I actually have been looking for a loose copy just to actually get for myself, but for right now I'm having to deal with uh, emulation for the meantime. But I did used to own an actual physical copy uh, before I actually traded it off to Game Crazy when they were still in business. But I just love the fact that it was a little different than um, than most other RPGs that were out there, just for the fact that you could um, mix and match like certain um, abilities or spirits or whatever they called them. But gins, yeah, gins. Thank you. And I just love the fact that you know the uh, the special attacks were also pretty awesome because it kind of reminds you a little bit of like the early days of Final Fantasy, and just for the fact that. For sprite works done for a Game Boy Advance game, that was some impressive stuff back then. So, I'm just still looking for that physical copy again, and I do want to actually play uh, the uh, the sequel for the Game Boy Advance, and also the one for the DS, but I've 
heard mixed reviews about the one for the DS, but regardless, I still want to play it just for the fact that I haven't really played oh, that. Oh, uh, speaking of the one for the DS, uh, uh, Kev, I actually have that. And I, the pod played it now, it's pretty darn good. I'm yeah. playing through uh, regardless, it. Regardless, uh, it's pretty good. But yeah, regardless, uh, Golden Sun, personally for me, is probably, uh, my favorite game that I've actually completed, and if I could, I would probably go back and actually replay it again, just for the fact that I just love the first one so much. Yeah, I'm, I'm thinking about yeah. doing the same thing, actually, Kevin. I, I had years ago I finished them now, probably about eight. Yeah. All right. Well, I guess it's my turn. Um, the uh, the the first one I'm going to mention is uh, well, I feel like almost ridiculous, but I think it's okay. Uh, the original Super Mario Brothers. And that was because in my household you didn't get a new game until you beat your old game. So, you know, there, there was that. So once I finally beat it, I knew I could get a new game and I was super excited about it. Um, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I, I was cheering. I was sliding down the hall on my knees and just going yeah. ape. So that was awesome. Oh, um, yeah. You get back to the future. Yeah. Hey, I, I, I don't mind telling you, I'm not bad at that game. But that's because it was like, like that was like the second game we got. So, yeah. I mean, I can get to the fourth level or something like that. So, um, yeah. yeah. Uh, so there's that. Um, the next one I was going to mention was Metal Slug. Um, a buddy in, of mine and I um, beat it um, via emulation, but so what? <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> but uh it was fun. It was it was fun to finally actually go through that arcade game and actually see the end of one. And uh man, you know, you really think about like how much those those games just suck quarters out of you. Oh yeah. I can't imagine oh, yeah. I can't imagine anyone actually finishing an arcade game in an arcade with money. Unless they're just oh, yeah. like freaks, like Billy Mitchell freaks or something like that that just you know, yeah. or naturally just gifted at it, or you yeah. go buy one and set it to free play. I just can't imagine. Yeah. I can't imagine anyone spending that much money. It would cost so much money. But uh it was fun to finally beat that. I was really happy about that. And then the last one was probably um Silent, the original Silent Hill, because um I had to beat it twice because the that's a trippy game to play though. Yeah, and it was fun too. I mean, and I had some really crazy like like spooky experiences when I played it, but like uh. The first time I played it, I forgot to get the pink goo or whatever in the bottle. You know what I'm talking about? <laughs> oh, that yeah. like that gives you the good ending. And I accidentally I got the bad ending first and I was like, Well crap you know, so I had to go back and redo the whole thing to get the good ending. And uh once I finally got the good ending, I was very proud of myself because I not only did it once, I ended up doing it twice. So because I had to start all the way from the beginning because I had saved over my good save point. I do that a lot. Like, I have a lot of those times where I just, like, goof up and accidentally save when I didn't mean to save and mess up my, you know, my good save file. But anyway, those are my three. And, uh, Xander, thank you so much for sending in your top three topic. If you have a topic that you want us to do a top three for, um, you can send me the um, the audio file and or the video file. You can make it as a um, a YouTube video, and I can handle it from there. Um, I actually have an email address that I'm taking specifically for the top three topics, so you can send those there. I'll make sure a link, or uh, at least the address, will be down in the description of the YouTube video. 
Um, if you want to make a top three video response yourself, you can head over to the Game On Network website and leave your link to your response in the comment section of uh, the post. So that's the top three segment. It's now time for Keeb Speaks. Keeb, are you ready? Yep. Go for it. So anyway, like, um, right now, Saturday, I'm actually getting my three yes. But the thing is, it comes down to it that I still haven't decided which one to get. Right, I should go get the just the regular or get the XL. Go XL. Yeah. Yeah, go big or go home, man. But it's money wise, you know what I mean? But it's your birthday. I'm not even I'm not even sure how much money I'm gonna have. Hmm. You know? And buy a ski till, mask till, and a till, pack till, of beer. Till, till, till the more till the more night. We'll get you a two D S right? Get a two D S then. You can save some money there. There's none down there's none down to Walmart. Well they're not out yet, but Right? Well, I no. did an unboxing. Yeah. Check that yeah. out. Yeah, Stu did an unboxing of a 2DS, too. Yeah, yeah, it was two, It was actually 2DS. What? Shh. Spoilers. <laughs> Don't tell anybody. It's a secret. What? It's a no, secret. Yeah, yeah. I can't wait yeah. to see what he does for PS4. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Xbox One. Or Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh. Yeah. The jokes are endless. So you, oh, yeah, so you don't know. Well, Keith, I think you answered your own question. Then, like, <laughs> if you didn't, if you didn't know whether to get a 3DS or 3DS XL, and then I tell you, hey, go get an XL, but then you're like, well, I don't think I'm going to have enough money. Well, then I think that's the answer to your question there. That if you don't yeah. think you're going to have enough money, don't get the XL. Obviously, no, get the one you can afford, yeah. or get the one that you yeah, can afford I'll- to buy that. And do you have any 3DS games, or do you only have DS games? Oh, I have DS games, well, but I am playing on getting a game. So that's what I want to do. I want to get the one that I know that I'm gonna have enough to get one, plus at least two games. Well, then I think that the regular 3DS is the answer to the question there, because you'll know you've yeah. got enough for that, right? Yeah, exactly. Right. Right. But the thing yeah. is, the, the thing is, there's two games, two games that I want to get. I want to get Mario Kart Seven and one of the Pokemon games, right? To start off, but but here's the thing: there's other games that I was considering too, and neither of them are down to Walmart right now. Well, then just hang on to your money. And so I guess I'll, I guess I'll have to wait. I guess I'll have to wait and get those at a later time. Yeah, I'll get the I'll get those around Christmas for myself. Yeah, it's called patience. It's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, because it was only like uh, I think Super Mario 3D Land. Uh, oh, that's Super, a good one. New Super Mario Brothers 2. And, uh, Ocarina of Time that I was tempted to get. Yeah. And then Resident Evil Revelations. Yeah. I've, yeah, yeah. Because I love Resident Evil and I heard that game's supposed to be good. Yeah, I've heard it's pretty decent. I kind of want to get yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, you're, you're good on that or you need more advice? Yeah, or? yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just want to make sure. Yeah. Yeah, I just want to know, like, uh, Mike, uh, what do you do? Do you, like, have the 3D on or off or, like, somewhere in the middle? I used to play all what the time with the 3D on, but uh, generally yes. now I play with it off. It depends on what game it is. Like, Super Mario 3D okay. Land, if I'm going to put that back in, I'll probably leave the 3D on. But if I'm playing yeah, okay. something like Tales of the Abyss, I left it off, like, pretty much the whole time. Okay. Does, did it add anything to Tales of the Abyss? 
Um, not really, just headaches. <laughs> like, like the virtual so, yeah. Like the virtual Actually, oh. some games, some games, uh, I find the, I don't know if it's my eyesight, because I told you I have the stigmata. Yeah. Or, uh... Oh, yeah, so do I. So I you get just... nails pierced to your eyes? And other places. <laughs> okay, okay. But, um, yeah. yeah, I've got astigmatism in my left eye, so... Yeah. At times, it seems like the... It, it You have to hold the 3DS exactly in one spot to get a clear picture when the 3D's on. And some games, like Kid Icarus, is just, like, all over the friggin' place. Like, the controller... It's too hard. You just want to turn the 3D off. It's the only way you can play it sensibly and get a clear picture. Yeah. Because the 3D effect ends up becoming a blur if you just turn it to the side a little bit in certain games. Yeah. They don't have Virtual Boy games on the 3DS like in the eShop, do they? No. Why not? There's only so much red and black that can come out of that yeah, screen. But you know, they could like re-release. I I've been thinking about that. Like they could like re-release the um. Those flesh out the games. Does that make sense? Like actually, Does anybody else here? Anybody else here have a Virtual Boy or has played any of those games? I've played them. Yes, I have. I've played them. I have one. Yeah, like tennis. Mario's tennis is good, and Wario Land's good. You try to find a couple other good games for it. Like there's there's not much of a reason to really bring those games back, other than the fact that you have a Virtual Boy and it's kind of niche and cool. Like the games aren't really that good, but. But those are both Nintendo I agree. Yeah. You could bring it back and just be like, hey, young man, look what we used to do. Look at that. And cheap, two bucks, it's free money. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. It would. It, I would like to see a, what is it, was it Red Alert, Red Alarm, Red, Red Dawn? Tell the robot. Nah, the Red Alarm. Whatever, whatever it is, the, the jet one. Red alarm. Yeah. It, it would be nice yeah. to see that one like actually textured, because that I yeah. thought that game had the potential to be a decent game, except for the fact you didn't know anything. You were like, the idea was good, if that makes sense. Yeah. You know, yeah, to agree. have a 3D flying environment like a Star Fox, that'd be cool. You know, but that's yeah. essentially what it was, in a way. Yeah, but now I really want to play Teleroboxer. <laughs> oh yeah, I also wanted to plug. Yet there's going to be another. There's going to be another edition of Saturday Night Hangout as of Saturday night, which is my actual birthday. And Keeb will be drunk. Is that a, yeah. a, a, a warning? I'm or? doing it immediately after I get back from club hopping. So That's I'm going to be bloody hanging. So shenanigans <laughs> may or up? may not happen. But. This is the Game On Podcast shoo-in of the week. <laughs> yeah. Drunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> the Game On Podcast big lock of the week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I got you, Mike. I got you, bro. I'm on that. <laughs> anyway. It's going to be fun. <laughs> All right, well, I'm looking forward to it, Keeb. I may or may not jump in there as a random screen name so you don't know it's actually me in there, and I'll put post yeah. naughty things like I usually do when I jump in your hangouts. Like I always oh, make yeah, up yeah. some crazy screen name and go in there and he doesn't realize it's me. And I'll ask ridiculous <laughs> no, questions no, no. and yeah. yeah. Anyway. <laughs> oh, sounds good. Yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, you do. What was the last one you did? Uh, I I can't remember what it was. I can't. I can't either. It was something about your mom. But it was or, funny as hell. I can't remember. It was yeah, it was funny as hell. I was like, okay, who the fuck? Yeah, is he was all assuming it was like Christian and stuff. Anyway, all right. Yeah. Uh, why don't we do games we've been playing, and then we'll uh we'll say good night yeah. and go home. All right. So yeah. uh, since we're doing new games we've been playing, and Rich, you're the guest. Why don't you go first? So what's what you been playing? Um. Well, basically arcade games since I just finished that uh, that cabinet. So a lot of shoot 'em up. So Raiden and uh, Don Don Patch are the two I've been playing recently. Nothing else really on any other systems. Um, I keep meaning to go back and play a couple of things, but I never do. So those are basically the two I've been playing. <laughs> nice. All right. Uh, eeny, meeny, miny, mo. Kevin, what you been playing? Uh, like I said, uh, finished up, uh, Super Robot Wars most recently, and now I'm on Super Robot Wars Original Generation 2. And I've gotten pretty far in the story, and it's actually very good so far. Um, aside from that, can't really think of anything else that I've been playing. Oh, um, what's that Godzilla game? Uh, Ultimate Destruction Melee or whatever it is. The one for the GameCube. Uh, I... Unleashed? It's it's not Unleashed. I think Unleashed was a, uh, a PlayStation Destroy All Monsters? Exclusive. It's, um, Destruction Melee or something Melee. I can't remember. I can't remember either, but I've been Super trying Smash to unlock Bros. the characters for that because a lot of us have been playing that lately and I've been enjoying a lot of the uh, beat em ups for it. So, um,. Yeah, that's pretty much all I've been playing lately. Cool. Uh, Keeb, what have you been playing? Well, it's been mostly, uh, well, I've been doing a lot of pretty much bit of everything lately. Everything from, you know, handhelds to console. So the one handle game that I've been playing a lot of, Pokemon Black version. Hint, hint, we know why, right? Because Pokemon X and Y are about to come out, and I am like, Really, really excited for the release. Cool. I'm, Can't wait to get my hands in the game. That's all I'll be doing for never, days. I've never, ever played a Pokemon game. As a matter of fact, me, me I pretty much hate the idea of Pokemon. I played Pokemon it's Snap. Awesome. That was fun. I can't stand it. I love Pokemon yeah. Snap. No, I like that game. That yeah. game was a lot of fun. That's my favorite. Where's yeah, the race start on Pokemon Black and White? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? Well, and of course, of course, a handful <laughs> of first-person shooters and a bit of that stuff. Which, mostly like, black box, but so, Super Marvelers, uh, uh, Kung Fu, Tennis, you know, that kind of stuff. <laughs> cool. Uh, Duck Hunt, you know. Classics. Yeah, the classics, you know. Gotcha. Uh, Stu, what you been playing? I have been playing a lot of Super Nintendo lately, um. Your sick video setup. Yeah, yeah, I know. Um, working on that. But anyways, the, the games, well, Super Game Boy, I've been playing Sagaya, which is a shooter for the Japanese Game Boy. So that's basically, what is that, Darius Twin? So I've been playing that a little bit on the Super Nintendo. Playing Tekken Tag, the first one for PS2. And then just a lot of just random games. Uh, the Zelda Wind Waker HD I got recently, so I'm just, you know, in and out of that. And then also... On the Vita, I'm just messing around with Final Fantasy VII again just because I'm trying to 
you know, slowly level up every other day to, um, you know, just bullshit on it, basically. Not try to beat you know? <laughs> awesome. Uh, Mike, you're up. Uh, I too have been playing Legend of Zelda, uh, Legend of Zelda <laughs> HD Wind Waker, Zelda. <laughs> How's that funny? I don't um, <laughs> and, uh, I, like, at first I was absolutely in love with the game. I was like, man, like, Wind Waker was the best Zelda ever. I don't know why people had a problem with it. And you get to the second stanza of the game when, after you get your Master Sword, and you've got to go to the two dungeons. And I remember why, why I didn't love this game, uh, when it was on the GameCube, because, it becomes a massive search quest that's very unguided, and you've got to do a lot of sailing and picking up treasure, but also the two dungeons that you do aren't your typical classic Zelda dungeons where you get a new power and you go on a new weapon. You actually have to take somebody with you, like you have to take the spirit guide through the temple with you, and I just found it very annoying. <laughs> so I, I'm still enjoying the HD remake, but I can I can remember why Wind Waker even though I love the art style, isn't so high on my list for Zelda games after revisiting these two temples, that's for sure. Um, also playing uh, Tales of Zillia, which I'm having a lot more fun with now that I've restarted it, and I'm playing as the uh, Milia, Milia character, because uh, she actually has a sword. Cool. Um, been playing Star Fox on the SNES. I played that, like I told you guys earlier. Also picked up a new game that was in um, one of Metal Jesus Rock's uh, Super Nintendo hidden gem, hidden gems games called. I'm gonna say this wrong, but it's like Musaya. Does anybody know what I'm talking about there? M U S Y A. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I've heard of this. Yeah, Mush- so uh, or Musha, <laughs> Musha, <laughs> and it's Mush- like the ancient ancient horror game. And uh, anyways, the game definitely has some interesting elements, but I find it really difficult so far. The horror from the game is. Actually trying to get past the first level. And <laughs> outside of that, yeah. I also played Night Trap for the first time on the Sega CD the other night. And, um, yeah, mm. I, I, I don't know what I'm doing in Night Trap. I'm just <laughs> looking at a couple girls and then the guy gets on the screen and he goes, you're not taking this seriously. Transmission ended. <laughs> How can I? <laughs> How can I? Yeah. Uh, so, that that's it? what I played recently. Cool. <laughs> it's um, called Night Trap. <laughs> I've um I've pretty much only been playing um arcade games um because I'm trying to come up with some ideas for future videos and stuff. Um I played Haunted Castle, which is essentially the the arcade version of Castlevania. Holy crap, that thing is butthole hard. Like I mean it's ridiculous, like you only get um one life and then it's a continue and you can only continue three times. That's it. Okay. So no matter how many quarters you jam in the machine or how many times yeah. you press the button to trick the the emulator that you've done that, um it it, it there's no more you know, continues no matter what. So wow. it's like a big fat waste of time. And there's two versions of it. There's like version K and version M. And I think M is the one that's ridiculously hard. I mean you can't even I couldn't finish the first level on um M. But the K version, like uh in the M version they have like bats that fly in the same pattern as the Medusa heads and they have like they spam the screen with them and stuff like that. So you can kind of imagine how ridiculous that gets. And the uh, oh, all the okay. enemies take like four hits versus two and anyway. 
the uh, the K version is definitely much easier. Um, but I played that for a while. I played um, Nightmare in the Dark for the Neo Geo. That may or may not be important to remember that I played that game uh, for a later thing this week, month. Halloween. Maybe, maybe not. Um, it may, you know, who knows? Um, so that, that, that happened for a while. I also played a couple other games. I played, uh, Jackie Chan, um, the, in the Fist of Fire. It's a, um, kind of a Mortal Kombat clone of, uh, a Jackie Chan fighting game. And it uses digitized sprites, kind of like Mortal Kombat did, but it's Jackie Chan. So, um, you know, <laughs> go look up that game. It's fun. Um, I played Macross Plus, which is a um, a vertical scrolling shooter based on the Macross series. Mm-hmm. That's cool. It was really fun. I really like that game a lot. I'd like to play all the way through it and possibly shelf that for a video. Um, and the last, <laughs> this is embarrassing. I played a couple of adult themed arcade games. <laughs> Go on. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> strip okay. poker. Those. No, uh, no, Strip the one I played, what was Play it? Playgirl. I cannot, <laughs> I cannot remember, I cannot remember the name Gals of it. Gals Panic. There's one game, I can't remember the name of it, that like, you jump through the water, you jump down in the water and you jump back up and it flips over these tiles and basically when you're all done you get a picture and the picture <laughs> gets, <laughs> the picture gets progressively more scantily clad. Until Wait a tick here. Wasn't your wife out of town this week? <laughs> what? Uh, anyway, so. <laughs> you know the name of it. I can't, re- I really can't remember the name of it. If I could remember, I would totally, I would totally tell you guys. Um, and then, and then once you finish and you get through the last stage of that level and, uh, you get to the, like the boss battle, so to speak. And you have to like move the joystick. <laughs> you have to move the joystick back and forth vigorously. Really? To um. Oh my god! I can't hold it in. That's really? what <laughs> Defeat the boss, so to speak. And uh, it, it was. It's a. Defeat the boss. Yeah, it's a. I'm gonna. I'm gonna have to look through my 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 arcade titles to see if I can find it, and um, <laughs> let you guys know because I know you really are dying to play it. But, uh, yeah, that's all I've been playing this, this week. There's one of those games, arcade games, where it's like a, a tree, and you're a woodpecker, I guess, and you're pecking at the wood, and you basically have to clear the tree away, and then there's a scantily clad young lady behind the tree. I forget the name of it, too. <laughs> Quality. Interesting. Now, see, that's that. Those are arcade games that there's to be home ports for, right? Oh yeah, yeah. I can tell you some games. I can tell you some games to go check out. So what you guys uh, think? Fans, beat them and eat them. Uh, yeah. Cat, you know. We, 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 <laughs> eat them and eat them is the most ridiculous name for a game. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, it is. But I think I'm thinking about using the um, maybe one of those for an arcade overview video. I'm totally lying. I'm not going to use one of those for that. <laughs> Dude, but, uh, there's your April oh. Fools. That's your April Fools one. Just start yeah. with one of those and then cut to a real one. Yeah, that would be. Uh, yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, that'd be kind anyway, of yeah, funny. Yeah, it's a, uh, it's a, uh, it's. It was crazy. I, I found this list and I was like, I wonder if I have those. You know, I started like scrolling through, and sure enough, there it was. And so I had to, I had to play it. <laughs> the list oh, yeah, compiled yeah. over I, you. You had to play it all the way through to the last <laughs> level. Yeah. Well, you know, oh, I mean, yeah. what's the point then, right? Because I, I mean, I've got. Unlimited change and unlimited continues. 
And I had yeah. to. And who doesn't want to look at digital? Who doesn't? You know. <laughs> really? Yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, now that I've pretty much embarrassed everybody thoroughly. Okay. Uh, well, we've done this far too long, I think. Um, you guys ready to sign off and say goodnight? Yeah. Sounds yeah. good. Well, uh, that has, uh, brought us to the end of another edition of the Game On Network podcast. We thank you for, uh, checking us out and listening to us on YouTube or iTunes or however you choose to, uh, get a hold of the podcast. Um, if you're not subscribed to the YouTube channel already, please do that. Make sure you go check out the Game On Network Facebook page. Make sure you go check out the Game On Network, um, website. There's a lot of great content on the website. I, I think we are, we are, we're growing the number of contributors that we have all the time, and I think um, more and more um, we're 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 going to be a contender, you know. So um, make sure you go check out basically every avenue that you can to connect with us, and uh, we'd love for you to make comments on our videos, make comments on the 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 website page, things of that nature. So um, I'm going to say good night, and it's up to you fellas to say good night yourselves. So there you go. Oh, Rich, thanks okay. for being on the show, by the way. <laughs> Guys, thanks for letting me on the podcast, and uh, have a good night, and feed them and eat them. <laughs> good night, guys. Thanks for listening. Good night. Good night, guys. And I'm no longer constipated. <laughs> nice. Oh, nice. Until next time, good night. And hey, hey Chris. Yo. <laughs> Did you play RC Prime 2 today? Yeah. I played oh, it twice. Sweet. <laughs> <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs>